Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Ah! It could happen here. Rail Strike Edition. I'm Robert Evans. Garrison Davis. Chris, how are we all? How are we all doing? How's this? We're talking about a rail strike today. We're praying for it. So bad. We're praying for it. It hasn't happened. If you're listening to this, you probably know the broad strokes of this, which is that the people who make the trains go, and by the way, trains are like, a critical part of us all not starving to death or running out of insulin or whatever. The people who make those trains go have a pretty hard job and there's not a lot of them. And for a variety of reasons that boil down to companies not wanting to spend money, uh, it's impossible for that. They don't get sick days. Um, so there were a bunch of other shit thing, like things that were shit about the job, including pay, especially since uh, rail company profits have been at like record levels. So they were threatening to strike. There were union negotiations some of the union leaders reached an agreement with the rail companies, uh, but it wasn't. It didn't include the sick days. Uh, so a lot of workers, potentially most of them, uh, are were at least willing to strike. And then Biden came in and had Congress basically say, "Do the same thing Reagan did to the air traffic controllers in the '80s, where it's like, no, if you strike, it's illegal because this is a too critical a service for the country." Anyway. That's broadly the situation. Chris, you know this a lot better than I do. Yeah. Probably. The, so, most pro, the most pro-labor president. The most pro-labor oh president. Oh, my God. Okay. It's very frustrating. I, I, I want to put this out. This, I think this is actually like... That's, that's, I, think, I don't, like, I don't that's know. my knowledge, and I think that's close to a layman's knowledge. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting so, for you to fill in the gaps. Okay, here. all right. Let, let's, let's, let's start with what Biden has actually done, because it's, it's, it's slightly different than what Reagan was doing with the air, with the air traffic controllers. 
um, part of the reason everything is fucked up with the railroads is that, like, railroads almost since their inception have had like an almost entirely different regulatory framework than like anything else. So, you know, your normal strike is covered by the National Labor Relations Act, right? You go through your National Labor Relations Board, you do your votes, blah, 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 blah. Uh, if your railroad workers are not covered by that, they're covered something by something called the, the Railway Labor Act, which lets Congress just be like, no, fuck you, uh, you have to take this contract. And the other thing it does, I mean, there is like a, it is a... Oh, I didn't realize that. So b- yeah. well before, so well before like, you know, the modern era and Reagan did his shit with the air traffic controllers, there was a, it was written into the law that Congress could say like, yay or yeah. nay to a rail strike. That's really yeah. interesting. I guess and, that probably and, goes back to the days when they were literally making them out of human bones. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's been, so it, it's been amended over time and it's changed a bit. And there's some other stuff that happened in the nineties after there was a, there was a, there was a failed rail strike in the nineties where Congress is also just like, no, fuck you. You have to take this contract. But yeah, the, 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 the important thing about this is that like, okay, so in order to even potentially strike, you have to go through so much bullshit. It's called self-help in the law. Like the people have been trying to strike for two years and everything that we're seeing now is the product of two years of bullshit of these like there's all of this nonsense you have to go through. There's these like cooling off mandatory cooling off periods. You can't like uh, you, 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 know, you have to like wait before you do anything else and you have to go to the next step, the next step. And the final step is. Joe Biden had the choice to either let these rail workers strike and actually get the things that they fucking needed, or he could tell them to fuck off and just eat a contract. And that 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 that's what's happened right now is that Joe Biden has just and and also again with the support of both houses of Congress. And yeah. I, I I also like explicitly yeah. want to mention here that a, a lot a lot of nominally socialist politicians, including like AOC, a, a lot of social democrats have signed. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Voted, let's, yeah voted. let's talk about that too because <laughs> that that's that's another part of it that again. So my my surface, and I'm, I guess I'm playing playing the podcast idiot in this one, uh, which is not abnormal for me. But my like layman's understanding of what happened with this is that uh, there was a bill up in Congress as to whether or not to endorse this, and uh, a bunch of progressives said that they wouldn't vote on it unless it included seven days of paid sick leave, including Sanders. That got pushed off into a separate bill, and there was like some kind of sketchy wording about like, well, we won't, you know, like I, I don't, I don't 100% understand the congressional hijinks, but I know they just wound up voting for the, the, the negotiate, like what the union had negotiated without any sick leave. Like it, it they, yeah. Like it seems like it kind of provided an opportunity for a bunch of progressives in the house to vote uh, yes on the sick leave, knowing that it wouldn't pass the Senate and knowing that the strike would still get stopped. Right. Like what am yeah. I missing there? Um, I mean, it's basically that like the, I'm not a Congress knower. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a bunch of sort of hijinks that were happening in Congress where there's there a slightly different version of the bill in the House, and they had this whole thing. But okay, I, I actually, the House I, the, the, the the House one for sick leave did, did pass with support of every yeah, Democrat yeah, and, yeah, and and three and three Republicans. But okay, um, I, the, the, the the thing I the thing I want to point out here, and I want to move away from the sick leave thing because the sick the, the fact that these people don't have sick leave is important. This is also not like the main thing the strike was about like things are things are things are so much worse like things are things are so much like infinitely worse than people like at all understand like what the the thing that the thing this real strike is about if you if you go like actually talk to the people who are doing it is that these people are on call for 90 percent of their lives like and and when i say 90 percent of their lives they are on call while they're asleep 
they're on call constantly. Uh, there's 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 no way to even there's no way to plan a consistent sleep schedule because you can just be on call. And you know, and, and part 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 of what's going on here, and if if you read the sort of detailed accounts, you you will see a lot of people talking about this thing called precision scheduled railroading. Yeah, precision scheduled railroading was it it, it was a great theory, kind of that was implemented so atrociously badly it's basically fucked like the entire economy um the the idea behind it was like you could you could schedule when like a freight railroad was going to go right and this this would give you a bunch of efficiency bonuses you could plan like you could schedule things around each other um this just didn't happen people implemented it but what they implemented was just this nightmare like amalgamation of we're going to reduce a bunch of staff and then we're going to make these trains that have like 200 fucking cars on them. And this has been a catastrophe. Uh, let's go monster trains. There's there's uh, Justin Rosniak, who's a, a podcaster. Yeah, it, doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like a good solution to the problem no. of not enough guys to make trains work is make the trains huge. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it and, seems and, and, like it's destined to nuts. end in horrible train crashes. It's awful. Like These trains are nuts. And they, they, again, these are 200 trains long, right? So if, if you don't get the weight distribution right, the train will fucking fall over. They keep doing this. There's this has been happening for like several years now. Is there's just trains everywhere derailing. There's like no coverage of it. The reason is uh, no know, you know, you know, you know where I knew yet. that from, Chris. Garrison what? will tell you. When I get when I get drunk or something late at night, my favorite oh, thing to watch yeah, is videos yeah, of trains train hitting derail. stuff and de- yeah. train crashes are amazing to watch. It's incredible to think of all the human ingenuity it took to make that there's, big thing go boom. There's thousands of videos on YouTube of a semi truck's so cool. cargo getting stuck on train tracks and yeah. a train just <laughs> it yeah. And it you get to see Amazon so boxes awful. being pulverized in the air. They get it's, vaporized. It's, it's so cool. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So the downside is that one day we're going to have one of these trains that is run by a person who has had three hours of sleep in the last 48 hours and it's going to be carrying, like, fucking, I don't know, it's going to be carrying, like, sodium nitrate on it or some shit. And it's just going to explode. And it is going to kill an enormous number of people. This actually happened in Canada, like, a decade ago. But, yeah, like, these these trains are too big. They're so big, they don't fit in the fucking rail yards. Like, they're so big that most of the train infrastructure doesn't work for them. They are so, the other thing is, okay, they're, they're really, really, really badly planned, despite the fact that this is supposed to be precision scheduled railroading. Like, they're unbelievably badly planned. You have people just like being forced to just like sit there for 12 hours in a train wait like waiting for the, the rest of the, like the other like 95 cars that are supposed to be on this train to show up. You know, the, the situation is like is utterly nightmarish. And the other thing about this, right, is if you're an engineer, right, and you're in one of these trains and you're sitting there for 12 fucking hours in this train, you legally can't have your phone. Because, you know, I mean, this is a safety thing, right? And in some sense, this makes sense. It's like a safety measure. You can't have your phone because you know, you can't be distracted while you're driving, but you're just fucking sitting on the tracks for like 12 hours. And you know, this, this, this stuff is, you know, and the fact that the fact that people are on call constantly, the fact that the entire rail network is just physically falling apart because the other thing about these trains, right? Is they make an enormous amount of money. None of them ever fucking show up on time. It's a disaster. It's a catastrophe. Like, like, a, like genuinely, like part of the reason why we're having all these supply issues is that no train has fucking showed up on time in like four years. And but it's that's okay. Because of this the new bullshit. contract. It's okay that the new contract signed in says that workers can have up to three unpaid days off for medical appointments. Oh wow, uh, that's something. Uh, yay! It's an un- bullshit. Three like, unpaid days days off for pre-made medical appointments. <laughs> yeah, no, none solving of which the problem forever. Yeah, and again, like 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 these people are on call for ninety percent of their lives. You can't even like. Like, you can't schedule when you're going to sleep because you might be on call. And on call might be you have to fucking, like, drive, like, several hours to a place so you can get on a train and the train cannot leave. And the train eventually leaves, like, six hours later and you fucking drive and then you're just, like, dropped off somewhere in the middle of fucking right. nowhere. And then unpaid, you have to go back to, like, where you live. It is, like, it, like okay, the, 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 thing, the thing I want to, like, get out of this is, like... The railroading system in general, the, the system of freight railroading that we have in the U.S. is is in the midst of collapsing. Like it, it is falling apart. It is not working. It is is becoming increasingly dangerous. It is, I mean, utterly inhumane for the people working on it. And and you know, none of the fucking even even this even the sick bill contract like didn't do anything for it. Right. The the only way this actually could have been resolved is if Joe Biden and if the Democrats and if Congress hadn't been fucking cowards and had let these people strike. Because the, these kinds of concessions, like, and, and, you know, I also, like, I don't want to let the fucking unions off the hook here, too, because they know all of this. But again, most of the sort of, like, senior union people are very tight with, are very tight with the Democratic Party. This is part of why all of this shit was postponed until after the elections, because they didn't, you know, they didn't want to fucking deal with this shit. They've been trying to force people to sign these contracts, too. And it's, it's, it's a shit show. It is a just absolute catastrophe on, on every, every level. Yeah, I mean, it's almost as if, 
the rail system probably shouldn't be run by private interests. No, it shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because there's going to be now a hundred, a hundred fifteen thousand rail workers who are forced to work under these yeah. still not great conditions. Meanwhile, the managers and the owners of the railroads get to go back to just making tons of money. Yeah, yeah. And, and record, I think- again, record profits. None of this is happening. Not that that would make it okay, but none of this is happening in an environment while well. You know, we're running at a loss and we, we have no money and no ability to like take like they have they're making hundreds of billions of dollars. Yeah. In profit. Like this is this is like one of the most profitable times to run a railroad. In US and you history. can incentivize more people to be railroad workers if the job isn't a fucking nightmare. For example, what if instead of not being able to have their phones, we gave each of them a DVD player and a screen with a DVD of Step Brothers and they could watch Step Brothers as much as they want while piloting a train. I think that would actually that? Get, people, get. I think that would cause mass, mass uh, layoffs at, <laughs> at the rail yard. That, would, <laughs> that th- that's that's how we get the strike. We include this in yeah. the next provision. Then they'll be forced to strike. I was I was stealthing in my accelerationist beliefs here. This is, this is the fastest way I can <laughs> well, think I mean, to destroy here's our the transit thing. infrastructure. We've got I mean, like, and, and, we've got like yeah. two years before this whole thing fucking implodes, anyways. Because you know, part part of what's keeping people in the railroading system is that. So railroading also has its own pension system that's like disconnected from the regular pension system, and you, you have to you have to work there for ten years in order to collect your pension. This is why like enormous numbers of people just haven't left, right? And people have been leaving, right? But there's a, there's a, a huge number of people who were hired in these giant expansions in two thousand four, and yeah, it's one of those, you know like, like we're two years out from that contract from from all these people being able to collect their pensions and fucking leaving. Yeah, when like, that happens, at that point, it's like, it's like this is the only chance I have to ever not work myself to death so i have to tough it out it's yeah it's, but it's, yeah yeah but the, the, these those those people are those people are going to leave and you know this is this is the sort of like this is the sort of hammer that capitalism has built over its own head which is that like yeah congratulations you you successfully flexibilized and casualized your entire workforce that means that pe- if people like don't want to do your shitty job they can leave and find another job and at some point like there are sh- there is shit that in this economy that like actually does need to be done but these people have been sort of like so blinded by just like, you know, they're so so blinded by line grow, goes up. They're so blinded by short term profit that they 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 really don't understand that at some point there's just not going to be fucking workers to run the railroad. Yeah, I mean, and, and a, a lot of this like, situations built off of no, no, it's, and, and instead of being compared to Reagan's stuff with air traffic controllers, it's actually more similar to what uh, Carter did with some with some airline workers. Um, then also with the uh, with the the 1980 kind of a railroad deregulation act, um, which yeah, which caused which 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 gave a lot more power to companies to run the railroads, and that's that is what kind of shifted shifted things to our to our current our, our current problem because they were they gave permission for these rail companies to close down lines that were less profitable and to set their own um, uh, freight rates. And it's yeah, I mean, it's, it's a it's weird all thing. It's not being controlled like, by the Interstate Commerce uh, uh, Commission. Instead, it's being controlled by well, okay, private so equity. Th- that that thing's weird, right? Because like, on the one hand, like the 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 wave of corporate consolidation that happened after that is like a disaster, and the fact that there's basically like four real like rail companies now is a disaster. On the other hand, like it is also true that the Interstate Commerce Board was like dog shit at its job. No, it, it, was, like, it also sucked. Rates. And for a short, and, like, yes, absolutely. It sucked. Yeah. And for a short period of time, it actually did improve things. Yeah, um, it just got worse. Now it's, 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 it's powers coalescing again into the very types of monopolies that caused the, that caused um, railroad regulation 
to be necessary back in the 19th century, like in the first place. Um, power is being consolidated again, and it's it's this vicious vicious cycle that are that fundamentally puts short term yeah. profits of, above uh, the conditions of workers. Yeah, and I think like you know, okay, so there, there there have been a lot of people talking about like what the potential solutions to this are in a sort of macro sense because, like, okay, even 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 with a better contract, right, like. So, so something actually has to be done in order to force the railroads to not fucking suck and to like actually properly schedule their goddamn trains and not work everyone to death. And, you know, I, I want to put that it is worth noting, like we actually did like have national nationalized railroad company for a while. Yeah. And it was kind of a shit show. Like it. it OK. It, okay, and this is something that's also important to think about this. Like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of different kinds of nationalization, right? Like, there there, there is a huge difference between a firm that's like, te- like you know, like we 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 sort of technically nationalized a bunch of the like car companies after 2008, right? We bailed them out, but you know, like we like in, in that stuff, we didn't really like take a we did, we owned a we owned like a bunch of their stock. We didn't like take a controlling interest. There's, there's in how no say in how they right? run or how they treat their yeah, and, employees. And, and, and like we we got like Nixonite like proto neoliberal nationalization of the railroads last time and it kind of contributed to some of the problems we have now there was also a period where uh conrail's union was trying to like buy like the railroad so we all we almost we almost got a railroad system that was run by its by was owned by its own union and then the the, the company just like refused to sell it to them because they were like wait no hold on we can't have a worker run railroad so, but I, one thing one thing i am interested in is I I because I don't actually know this. What would what would the how would it how would an illegal strike actually work? Like what's what's the how what is the differences between ha- people striking illegally now? Like there's some some discussion of that. Who knows if that's actually actually gonna happen? But what is the main kind of difference between that and um, the non illegal strikes? So, okay, so the, the basic thing is okay. So the, the the thing about the National Labor Relations Act, right, which is the thing that covers normal strikes. Was that like, and, and this is also true to some extent under the robot. Like, okay, so if you're doing a legal strike, you have legal protections, right? Like, there, there, there are things corporations can't do to you. Um, like, yeah, there, there, there's, there's a bunch of stuff that can't. Ha- like, I don't know, how to explain. It. Like, it, it's, it's a lot harder to just sort of fire people. The other thing is that also, like, especially with something like this, there's a, like. You 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 if if you do if you do a wildcat strike like this and you you and specifically a strike that is like that is specifically illegal under this act, like you can all get fired. Um, I I'm I I think the I think they could technically arrest you. Like it, it's it's I don't know that that part of it's not exactly clear to me, but yeah I don't know I mean there there's sort of like. I feel like if 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 they arrest you just for not going to your job, I feel like that is a. Uh... I mean, like, well, like, great... that, that has happened to people. Like, oh, I've, I know people have been like, murdered. This is, this is, a, this is <laughs> like, a thing. I, like, I, yes, yes, like in, in the long history of labor struggles, people have been straight up killed. Um, but at least in, 20, in 2022, I think it would be a, a bad look. Yeah, I mean, I I think, okay, so the other I mean, thing is... I think where we're headed, and I think what they ought to do is just force, get all of, like, the, the worst criminals. And I mean the murderers, the terrorists, all of those guys, 
and you make them run the trains. Whoever blew up all of those power transformers in North Carolina, you make them run the trains, and it'll be fine. Nothing bad will happen as a result of this. It'll work out perfectly. Well, the 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 alternative plan and the thing that maybe these rail companies are just holding out for because maybe they're just making mm-hmm. conditions be not great and underpaying and not, and not giving sick days is because they're waiting for trains just to become autonomous. They're already planning to severely cut down <laughs> the crews that are on the trains. There's already um, trains in Australia that are a totally autonomously run that carry mining uh, materials uh, over f- for hundreds of miles and that is the future that these that these companies I want because then they don't they, they it, don't need to pay for employees it, to actually it's run so the train frustrating because like in an actual if we were anything that approached a society that like dealt with things ethically and humanely uh, and equitably then this would be good like because it seems like working on trains sucks and it would be great if we could automate most of that work uh and then people less people would have to work in order to keep society running but that's that's not what's going on to work less people don't get even shittier jobs yeah we're we're just going to run through these people's bodies by like as we get up to automate uh uh, automation and then we will throw them away yeah, um, well, okay, and then but, there will, but, but, and like, then because they'll do it badly, there's going to be a disastrous train crash caused by the fact that they got all of the people off of a train hauling nitroglycerin or whatever, and it's going to destroy I don't know Duluth, um, which you know not the worst city to lose, but I I sorry Duluth y'all are fucked. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey. 
Well, okay, I, I, it's, it's worth mentioning, like, this stuff, like, the automation stuff is already happening, right? Like, the, the, yes, well, we have, yes. right, we have, like, this, well, and, and I mean, it's, like, a very real, real sense that there's this sort of nightmare, one of the other sort of nightmare things that's going on right now is that there are these, like, like, I don't know, like, driver assistance programs, basically, that are being run on trains now, where, that are, that are, you know, they're supposed to be, like, making decisions, like, for and with the drivers, but A, they suck ass. Um, B, they're, they're, they're designed, they're designed to basically maximize, uh, designed to maximize profitability, right? And the way you maximize profitability is by running trains really, really slowly. And, you know, that's contributing to the fact that every train is fucking late now and the freight system doesn't work. And the third problem is that these, is that these things keep fucking running trains off. Like, this is another reason why trains keep fucking crashing is that they suck. They keep, they keep running trains off of tracks and like, you know, and and like there's, there's, there's like, there's, there's a lot of shit here, right? Because it's like. If if you if you override the system, like you can you can get discipline for, for for overriding the system. But then you have this sort of like you have this thing where it's like, okay, so do I do I get discipline for overriding the system and not making the train crash, or do I just make the fucking train crash? And You're like doing the trolley problem. Yeah, yeah. It's literally yeah, Justin Rose talked about this. A lot. Like, I it's do. Just like, like, I it's, do love that this is just gonna. Act, this is no. inevitably gonna result in an exact recreation of the trolley problem. It's already like this is already happening to people. And it's just like like it's none of the it, none of this stuff works. Automation. The AI is, is gonna make bullshit. us crash into like, this orphanage. I can divert it and instead. Hit this old folks home. It's like it's literally happening. Like it's just <laughs> like none of the stuff. Like it, it, okay, the, the thing that's like frustrating about this, right? Is okay if any of the people. At the sort of like at the level of where they're planning these trains could even sort of do their job, right? This isn't even a thing that's like an inevitable contradiction between capital and labor. Like this is just if any of these people could actually fucking schedule the railroads, which is the thing they're supposed to be trying to do. If they could actually schedule when the train was supposed to go and when it was supposed to leave, you wouldn't have these problems because then all of the people who work there would also be told when the fucking train was leaving and they could schedule around it. But no, they can't fucking do it because they're too fucking lazy. They're too fucking stupid and they don't want to spend the money to actually make any of these systems fucking work. And so the consequence is just this bullshit. And then also because again, and this is everything like that, like capital is also really falling down on the job here because like the rest of capital needs to get their shit together and force the railroad to do something because like it's your asses on the line too, if this railroad thing collapses, but because of, because of the sort of immediate amount of money that the, that these, these shitty rail companies that pumped into Congress, they were able to buy people off and the rest of capital was just like, eh, we don't care. That's like three years out. We don't have to care about this shit. It's like, Guys, like, Bernie Sanders is fighting to save capitalism, right? These people are trying to save you from yourselves. And, you know, you won't won't even let them. That's their entire job, though. Like, of course, it's like, that's that's the entire reason they exist. What what, what is happening here is that, like, is liberalism is running an accelerationist program to, like, cause the American American infrastructure to fall apart. And social democracy is attempting to save capital from itself. And capital was like, literally, fuck you, eat shit. No, it's it's. A, I, I've, I've I've I'm reading right now in interview with a railroad workers united member, and they're they're talking about how like there's this plan to increase uh, uh increase their pay twenty four percent over the next five years, and he's there like he says that um lots of the railroad workers that he's talked to as a part of the union is saying like people are willing to work for less money and take a job at like an Amazon factory or like a trucking job because at least those offer slightly more consistent hours. And like, yeah, like it's, it's at least you, when you're not working, you're not working. 
Yeah, yeah. and I, I just wanted to mention that up because because we were bringing up like how these people are getting uh, not very good pay, which is which is true. But for a lot of these people, it it isn't even just a pay yeah, question. No, it's 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 just overall working conditions. And like when you're thinking about moving to an Amazon factory instead because they yeah. have better working conditions, like oh god. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, they they they've they've managed to create like one of the worst systems that is imposed on like any worker in in the country like it is it is genuinely stunning and right now again they're they're getting bailed out that people are st- by the fact that people are stuck in because they want their pensions but like the, but as this- soon as those people are done and we start moving to more autonomous things then it's not it's not going to be worth it i know Media companies have spent decades trying to convince kids to work for trains with Thomas the Train, Chuggington. For, for decades and decades, we've tried to send train propaganda to these kids, and I, I, don't, th- I, I don't think they're going to buy it. Yeah, I also, hey, I, I, Did you guys know that in Thomas the Tank Engine, canonically, World War II happened? And canonically, all of the diesel engines signed, set, sided with the Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> well, that does it for us today. <laughs> that, that, that is official Thomas the Tank Engine lore. Oh god! <laughs> I wonder how many other Zoomers will um, sympathize with me on this. I recently found out that Thomas the Train wasn't just the uncanny train segments. They used to have live action actors in like little intercut yeah. Oh, yeah. scenes. Yeah. No, and, and it it was fucked up. Because it by, was no good. By by the time Thomas the Train was airing on television when I was a kid, all of those were re-edited. They they had no, they had no live action s- s- segments at all. It was all the weird stop motion animation, uh, which is still very uncanny with like the faces. But I had no idea until like a year ago that there was live mm-hmm. action actors in the original ed- ed- editions of Thomas the Train. Completely oblivious. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we're gonna have this important union discussion. <laughs> I I am too. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit to you all right now. There was a moment earlier where, Chris, you kept saying that, that the owners of the railroads were blinded. And I very nearly went into a bit where I just started reading the lyrics to Bruce Springsteen's uh, Blinded by the Light. But I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh, we th- we well, thank I'm, you for I'm, that. I'm Robert. glad we were saved from that. That's, that's, that's because everybody, nobody, nobody gets the lyrics to that one right because of the Manfred Mann's Earth Band version, which makes it sound like he's saying douche when he's really saying deuce and talking about an engine which is why it would have been relevant to railroads but none of y'all would have gotten that and you would have fucking made a big thing about it on reddit so to hell with you all anyway support rail workers if they do an illegal strike make sure we set up things so that they get protected and they get food Mm -hmm. and yeah things to fight cops go make railway like i mean people like just keep it Keep an eye on what's going on, and if it happens, there will be ways. There will be ways to support these overthrow people. the U.S. government. <laughs> like I don't know things of this nature. Yeah, I mean that would be that that, that would be nice. But if we got to put a pin in that, you know, keep an eye on the situation. And if these people go on strike, there will be community resources and whatnot popping up to support the Wildcat strike. It's a thing that's happened before. Wildcat strikes have a long history in this country too. Um, you know, and we will we will be collecting resources if that happens for ways people yeah. can help with the wildcatters. So this is a thing to have on the old on the old noggin as we as we lurch forward into the holidays and uh, possibly a gigantic labor battle. We'll see. I, like people in the UK have been doing rail strikes uh, like for a, 
a, a good part of this year. Like they've been, they've been, there's been on and off rail strikes for most of, for like, for like the most of the past few months. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible. Except mm-hmm. again, they're, they're, they're the British. So they stopped doing the strike when the queen died. Uh, well, well, of course. Well, so yeah. look, 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 there's certain realities that can't ever be a, eclipsed regardless yeah, of politics. Yeah, but here, here's, the thing, here's the thing. We we have thrown off the shackles of the Anglos. Our rail, our rail strike stops for no one. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Except All right. for the most pro-labor president, Joe Biden. All right, and that's now, the episode. Yeah, that's the episode. And remember, if you see a diesel train, it is a Nazi. You, you are obliged to punch it. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.